Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless. My name is Liam McGuinness and I am joined as always here in the studio by Grant. Hello there. And in what also seems to be an as always, George can't be with us today, but uh, we are joined in the studio by Lalka. Hi. So Lalka, did you want to give us a bit of a rundown of your musical history? Yeah, I'm a Brisbane-based musician and producer. I make electronic music um, and I also make visuals to go with my music. Fantastic. Here on Flawless, each episode somebody nominates an album that they think is flawless and then we discuss it and talk about why they love it and what they love about it. So since you're the guest, Larka, did you want to tell us what album you've nominated today? I've nominated uh, Angels by Grimes. Fantastic. And did you want to give us a little bit of an intro to sort of why you love the album and how how you feel about it? I think I've always loved Grimes, but when she released this album, it really showed how much she stepped up as a producer. And I don't know, the first time I heard it, I was just blown away by how good the album was. So that's why I've nominated it. Mm-hmm. So you've been a, f- a fan of Grimes for a, a little while now and she and, and listened to her progression? Yes, I yeah. have. Okay, very yeah. good. So how do you think then this album, how do you, th- what is it, I, I didn't write it down, I really should have, what number album was it for her? Number four, was it? Oh gosh, I can't remember, there was, facts, uh, four, I yeah. think. I think fourth sounds about yeah. right. Yeah. And so do you think there's been a bit of a progression of her sort of musical style as oh, she's Oh, absolutely. Um, I think she sounds a lot more confident as a vocalist as well as a producer and songwriter in Art Angels. Mm-hmm. Um, the vision's a lot more clear. Um, you know, she, she just improved so much. It was such a huge leap from Visions, the, the album that came out before Art Angels. And, like, I love Visions, um, but Art Angels, as in the... I don't know, the technical quality of it also just really blew me away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she started with, with is it Gaidi Primes? Yeah, Gaidi Primes. And there was Helfaxa. Helfaxa, Visions, and then Art Angels. Cool. And then has she released any more since, has there been another album since Art Angels? No. Um, so she's released like a few songs that, yeah. you know, that aren't part of the album. So she's done like collaborations with Janelle Monet, um, mm-hmm. other people, and, you know, a movie, um, sorry, a, a song for a movie. Um, she's recently on Poppy's latest album on a collab. I think she's on Jimmy Ewing's album that's coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's been like working with people. Yeah. Um, but she, I'm still waiting for the next Grimes album. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, anticipating I I, it. Yeah. yeah, I think I did read somewhere that she'd said there was an album or someone had announced that she had an album coming out this year, but obviously now it's um, mid to I, late November and it's probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, from a tweet she tweeted a few months ago, she was saying, I don't know, it was quite an obscure tweet where she was like, oh, the music industry sucks. So whether or not that's, you know, a fallout with her label 4AD, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Not, 
you know, I don't have a direct contact to ask her. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but um, that's just happened. Yeah. that's just what I I've assumed that there was probably you know some disagreement between her and the label. So mm-hmm. that probably so, explains the delay. Yeah. So yeah. Art Angels was re- uh, released digitally on November the sixth, twenty fifteen, by Four AD, and then in physical formats a month later, which I find is really amazing that there was that gap of like a wow, month where yeah. it was just yeah. available online. Uh, and it was, as you mentioned, self-produced, and uh, she did all the artwork, she did all the lyrics, she played all the instruments, which is just like the whole thing is just completely under her control, which is obviously then a really good thing for an artist to be able to say, you know, this is completely my statement and I own this as a whole. Yeah, she's always been that kind of artist, so even with, you know, Guidi Primes, Halifax Visions, she's always produced her own work and, um, you know, been an artist that had full control of, about what she wanted to put out. Mm-hmm. So how did you first find out about Grimes? Um, gosh, I can't remember. Like probably the internet, as I find most music. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Just scouring yeah. the internet for new yeah. Artists. I read a lot of music blogs, and yes. I just I listen to radio, and yeah, I spend a lot of time on the internet. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Very good. So Grant, had yes. you heard of Grimes before this I, album was nominated? I had heard nothing. Nothing at all. No knowledge. Uh, no, I was. I was. Um, I once was blind. But yeah. now I see, <laughs> um, as they say. And, and in fact, as I started listening to to the album, I um, I did do my you know, as what I think is standard the Wikipedia review. Yep. Um, and and found out that that she is currently, I believe, dating you know, the man who's going to change the world and Mr. Musk. So uh, it was quite interesting because I thought a lot of people might, or I would hate that people might like her for just for dating Elon or be interested just because he's, she's dating Mr. Musk or if that's even still current. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I hadn't heard of Grimes at all before. Okay. Listen to this. Yep. So the album did quite well. I uh, got to number 30 on the Australian charts. I uh, got to 36 overall on the U.S. Billboard charts and the number one in the independent, the Billboard independent charts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was on quite a few... Uh, top 20 top 15 albums of the year sort of a lot of production um publications sorry so uh av club billboard consequence of sound uh fact the new york times enemy had it as the number one album of 2015 wow okay which is really great Mm -hmm. um and then a few other people i'm not seeing anyone else having it at number one but that was sort of yeah so what was your grant i guess not having heard any grimes before what was your sort of first impression yeah i was quite impressed eh, to Mm -hmm. be honest i thought wow um, overall, I was, it, it was probably the, what, what I found, and I listened to it with my wife, was um, I hadn't heard a lot of it on the radio before, which I find intriguing because it's, it's just really quite a good album. I thought, mm-hmm. geez, off the, off the bat, like, wow, there are a lot of songs here that um, really off the bat just sort of, and I don't like the supporting analogies, forgive me for that, uh, yeah. if, <laughs> if there are any listeners. Um, I, I thought, this is, this is really um, some good music, and why have I not heard um, of Grimes before, so mm-hmm. there we go. Cool. Um, so yeah, Larka, did you want to have any any other particular songs or anything you wanted to talk about with the album? Um, I mean, like like Grant said, the whole album is you know full of amazing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like you know when like before she released the album, like this album, she released um, Flesh Without Blood.
Not just with audio, but she released the music video that went with it. The production on a music video was such a step up from all her other previous videos. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's always done her own videos, um, and have always been good. But this time, like it was just visually stunning as well. So mm-hmm. when when the video came out, I was like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Um, and like really interestingly, because it's quite a shift from Visions and Hellfaxa. Um, I think she alienated a lot of her fans. Yep. Um, I mean, okay. she's already alienated her fans when she released. Um, gosh, what is that song? She did it with Blood Pop, and it was originally written for Rihanna. Um, but she released this banger that was like, mm. I don't know, 2014, 2015, um, which is amazing. And she, you know, she already alienated people, and and this one's you know alienated even more of her fans. But I I just thought it was fantastic. It's like. You know, she wasn't afraid to kind of like break out of the mold that people had put her in. Like mm-hmm. sort of this, I guess like people like, oh, you know, Grimes. People thought that she was she only made strange music that was ambient and soft. Mm-hmm. And then she came out with this fully pop album that, yeah. you know, that was so good. And yeah, like I, I just loved it right off the bat. And then I, I just couldn't wait to hear the rest of the album. I was like such a shit, but I was... I was into that shift. I was mm. like, yep. Mm. This so is tell interesting. me, four albums, why Art Angels? Because I think it's her best work to date. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I hope that her next album would be even better. Like, mm-hmm. you, you always hope artists, um, you know, develop and grow. Um, and it's always interesting to hear where, you know, how far they can take their skills. Like, you know, she's, like, as, as a producer, like, um, I've just seen, I mean, I've just heard the the level of production on Art Angels is so good, like, compared to Visions. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, Visions wasn't bad, but, like, the amount of detail that went into Art Angels as a producer myself, like, I remember, you know, listening to it, was, you know, and I've been listening to the album on repeat and just soaking in all the production detail that, that she's put in. So, yeah, like... You know, she, she she just blows my mind as a producer. Mm. Like, yeah, I really admire her. her I work. think I was because um, I hadn't. I knew. I think I heard a single off um, Visions. What was the big single off that? Um, there was Oblivion. There was Genesis. Was it Genesis? My, might have been Oblivion. I think okay. so. I think I knew that song. I really liked that song, but um, I knew the sort of the space that she worked in. So sort of very you know, electronic, very sort of, uh, not very pop, but, you know, electronic sort of pop stuff. Yeah. And I think I was surprised in the first listening of just how much of the album, like even the construction of the songs is um, guitar-driven. Yeah. So obviously she takes the guitar parts and then layers them in mm. as, you know, a pop yeah. producer would do. But yeah. I was, gen- yeah, I just thought it was really, not unusual, but I was surprised. So you've got, like, California, um, Scream, so the, the third song, which is just an amazing song, and we'll come back to that, mm. has like a, almost like a Dick Dale-esque surf rock like it's based around a like a surf rock sort of riff, but then yeah. toned down, like only like a like a sort of morbid inversion of that that yeah. sort of riff sort of thing. And then so yeah, Belly of the Beat has sort of a light acoustic with the hand claps. Art Angels has a bit of like an eighties esque sort of summer rock riff. So they all these different songs that are all through, yeah, really put the guitar part instrumentally sort of front and center, which I found I unusual. Not you know for some I don't know why it's unusual when I've literally never heard any of her other albums. So maybe sure. they're all like that. But it, it caught me by surprise. Yeah, I think Art Angels was the first album where she actually put live guitars in. Um, and so she taught herself guitar right. um, and violin as well. So yeah. she taught Ooh. herself violin to, to put in. So 
I mean, like, I'm, I'm sure some of it are sample violins and sample strings, like, mm. but uh, there were some violin lines that she played um, live, like, just from listening to interviews and reading interviews of her. Yeah. Um, so yeah. have you seen her live? Yes, I have. I saw her in Laneway, um, when did she come, was it 2016? Laneway 2016, mm-hmm. I think. Cool. Yeah, she was amazing live. Right. So that would have been off the back of this album? Yes. Sort of, Here in it, Brisbane? Yeah. yeah, she came to Laneway, Brisbane, okay. yeah. Cool. So what's the live show like when she has to do, I guess, is a lot of this stuff sort of sampled and controlled um, yeah. or is it more of a think, live band I think sort of one thing? reason I've loved Grimes and, and love watching her transition was, um, so bef- before Art Angels, um, she used to perform as a solo artist. Now, actually, even before that, I think, you know, maybe in the Halifax air, early Visions A, she had some guest performers with her but if you if you go on youtube and just like you know be a nerd like me and just watch a lot of her performances you know dating back to like 2010 2011 um and just seeing how introverted she was even as a performer and then just seeing how she performs now like how much she's grown as a performer Mm -hmm. um she's so much more confident now she's commanding the stage like in in some ways the older performances um, were more interesting because they were so intimate and you could see all the mistakes she was making sure. and you can kind of see her freaking out in some mm. videos of like her messing things up. Mm-hmm. And and I love that because like you, you get to see the process and now she's so good that it's, you know, it's so polished. Mm. Um, so now I guess like, you know, the latest performances I've seen her play, she... She performs with um, like a backup singer and a couple of backup uh, like dancers on stage. So mm-hmm. it's it's you know it's it's sort of shifted from starting off like really introverted to to really energetic and incredibly entertaining. Like yeah, I mean she she's playing you know huge stadiums and large venues yeah. now as opposed to like you know a room full of two hundred people. So. Sure. That's, you know, the dynamics of change there. I think it yeah. can be really interesting to see an introvert musician play live because yeah. there's, like, often part of being a musician is being, you know, bold and vivacious and an extrovert and, you know, letting yourself out on stage. But there's some people who are, they're introverted, they don't want to be up on stage, it's sort of really quiet and they want to keep to themselves, but the music has grabbed them, so they know they have to balance that side of, I have to be up here and I have to be performing as part of this is what I am and this is what I want to do, but I also don't enjoy it necessarily and I wouldn't choose to do it if I could be a musician who never played live that's what I would choose to do that's what Grimes um, you know she's always said in interviews that Grimes has always been this project where she had to create this pop star she always wanted to be the person behind the computer the Mm -hmm. one creating the music creating this persona Um, but she just had to go out there and and sort of do it herself but um, you know and she's producing for other people right now yeah. here's she, my question yeah. there we go thank you yeah. who else is she producing for would you know um, she's I guess done Poppy's you know like a track with Poppy she's mm-hmm. done um, oh, I can't remember the name of this Taiwanese rapper Aristophanes uh, yes. yeah Aristophanes yep. yeah so, so screen, she's producing yep. Aristophanes track um, she's produced a new uh, a new song by Janelle Monet called Pink mm-hmm. um, the the finger clicks in that sounds so good. Yeah. Like you <laughs> just have to listen to it. Sure. It's like, yeah. So, um, you know, and like, like she does, you know, she's written for other people before as well. Like mm. I said, like um, she, you know, even when the songwriting came where she was asked to write a song for Rihanna, um, she's, you know, I've seen a photo of her with Kevin Parker from yeah. Tame Impala. So, 
you know, she's worked mm. a lot behind the scenes and, um, you know, she's also done sample packs for production, like, softwares where she, you know, like, the Rolly software, she's made the Grimes pack. Yeah. Uh, so, like, just creating things, which is, like, super cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because she had a, she's got a quote here. The version of Grimes that exists publicly is a Marie Antoinette character that everyone thinks is this pop star, but it's an obnoxious, terrible thing I can't relate to. So it feels like she's mm. created, I mean, and obviously people tend to pick up parts of the character they want and then run with it and, you know, make stuff up and do what they want to do. But yeah, there's definitely, a, you can see that even with herself, that disconnect between Grimes, the performer and the artist, and then maybe under, under her own name, like she feels more comfortable in her own skin that way. Yeah, and then like that's, that's you know, taken further with Art Angels because like she's got these different characters within mm. Art, Art yeah. Angels as well. Mm. Um, so that's super cool, like how she's built the story. Um, so, you know, like she's, she's not just an artist that creates music. Um, she kind of creates this world that, mm -hmm. that her music inhabits. Like, um, you know, she's totally in control of her visuals and, and everything. So it, it all ties in really well and mm. makes a lot of sense. And it's And is that idea of sort of creating a world and different characters, is that something that's new in Art Angels, like compared to previous albums? Cause Good question. a couple yeah. of other things that she did talk about was like, yeah, she got the feeling that people always thought the Grimes character was always her all the way through. Yeah. And so then in this album, when she talks about like really dark and really violent sort of themes, people are like, oh, do you feel that way? And she's like, no, no, that's, you know, I'm, I'm singing from a different perspective. I'm singing from a character's perspective now. Yeah. So I don't know whether maybe this was the first album where she tried that, where maybe her earlier albums were more, this is just me, it's all me, it's all, you know, it's all my one character. Yeah, I think she said that once she started writing for other people that she felt more empowered to like it, it just freed her up to write a lot more because she was like well now i don't have to be embarrassed about she was i remember in an interview she was saying oh god what my grandmother listens to the lyrics of this yeah. And, yeah. you know uh, but now she's like no i'm writing as a character or you know from a perspective sure. so that yeah that's interesting because it really is an amazing pop album we talked about um on one of our earlier albums, uh, episodes by Everything Everything, that they mm -hmm. they took a, a pop stance and a pop sort of album and then put themes and sort of really dark stuff in there that's like this, you know, you can't sing about this sort of stuff in a pop album, you know, this is not what it's supposed to be. And I found this was really similar, so especially like in California where she says... And that's like the lead into the chorus of like the happy, you know, happy go lucky California. Hey, yeah. California Road. California music, was such a diss track, though. Yeah. Like, oh, who, who um, put a diss track on? I didn't. I didn't the, get that. But the whole industry in right. LA. Right. Okay. Yes. So okay. hence, so hence the lyrics making sense. So when they got bored of me, I'll be back on the shelf. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she's obviously, you know, faced, um, you know, well, as, as most artists do, that rejection in, in mm. LA. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's been pretty public, but. California being a diss track to the industry yeah. that she's in. But is um, she still based? Is she based in California still? Yes, um, she's from Montreal, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure she's based in LA at the moment and has been for a few years now. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. So I love like it. If you just listen to it, yeah. the, the music, it sounds like a sun summery sort of fun pop song. Yeah. Certainly, no, no. Listen to it. 
she's it's you know it is a diss sad. track and it's angry and it's sad and it's dark and some of the other stuff in the other tracks are similar like there's the music is quite up and poppy but the themes of the songs can be sort of quite a bit darker yeah it's like flesh without blood it's about um you know a, a broken friendship a relationship but like it's such a poppy upbeat track mm. and then you get like kill v mame where it's it's written from the perspective of a gender fluid vampire track of the OL. That's the a whole really album. good one. And I think like it's yeah. real like it's got that really punchy sort of dance like yeah. really hard like dance hall sort of ha- hardcore almost rave sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, it's such a good pop like dance pop track too. Um, lots of guitars laying in it, you know, tuned down an octave. Yeah. Um, like the production it's so good. The kicks are so, the beats really good. Um, the way she manipulates her voice is really good in that album is I mean in that track as well um yeah it's a very strong song Mm. um and and the visuals for it um I would probably say that's probably my favorite Grimes music video to date yeah um you know it just it, it just looks amazing the clothes the styling in the video looks amazing it's very goth gritty but super edgy mm. blurred and yeah really good yeah yeah i wonder who did a styling i've got to find that out but yeah yeah so did you have so you got kill v mame is one of the favorites do you have any other favorite tracks on the album you'd like to talk about hmm you're also it really depends what mood i'm in i guess like i think like the opening the opening intro track is worth mentioning it's mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of like an interlude kind of track, but yeah. you know, sure. the, the minute the album came out, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna listen to it, put it on," and just listening to the textures in it and the way she used strings, the way she used dissonance in it, the way she panned things left and right. Um, yeah, uh, just because I think it's the first album where she's used, you know, real violin as well, and um, like I'm, I'm pretty sure those pizzicatos are sampled but mm. um yeah it was just really interesting how she's created that texture with the use of violin which um which i love um and it's you know like it's similar to what i do and like just to hear her do it as well it's like yes this is yeah. how i love strings <laughs> to sound this yeah. is how yep. i love violins to sound mm. instead of the way they usually sound in a lot of pop records and yeah. a lot of a lot of records actually so yeah yeah Cool. So yeah, so you mentioned obviously you produced music in a sort of similar space to Grimes. How this album, I guess Grimes overall, how do you think that's influenced the sort of style of music and the kind of music you like to make? Um, I would say this album, you know, is a huge influence. Like I've learned so much from it. Like I listen to it on repeat and like with my producer ears on it and mm. I'm just like, how does she do that? Like it's so like it's so layered and so multifaceted that I you know, it's you know, it came out in twenty fifteen, we're in the end of twenty eighteen and I'm still not sick of it. I'm still finding stuff 
within the production that mm. you know like pricks my ears up and I just go man that sounds so cool what she did there mm. you know things little thing yeah just oh gosh everything yeah. <laughs> it's so good yeah Grant did you have any sort of favorite tracks that grabbed your attention scream Scream yeah. um, for mine is and again totally uh, fresh ears had mm. no clue of grams. Um, I actually thought um, Scream, Flesh Without Blood, and Belly of the Beat were, were probably my standout tracks. Mm. Um, and uh, I really yeah. love that Scream sits between so California and Flesh Without Blood. That it's so California. I don't know if it was released as a single, but it could mm-hmm. easily have been a single. And Flesh Without Blood is you know the single and sort of I guess on the poppier end of it. And then in between there's just this dark dirty non-english speaking yeah rap stuff that's just like it just wants to tear your throat out it's just i i found it really brave to just go straight from here's the poppier side of things you know even with the darker tones and just go no i'm just gonna grot out a a guitar line and this lady i have to keep looking at her name i'm definitely wrong aristophanes yeah is like she's just gonna rap over it and it's just gonna be dark and we're gonna like they're screaming at the end and wailing and stuff like really cool yeah Mm. she actually like so after she released flesh without blood and then she just dropped scream on soundcloud nice as like a juxtaposition yeah it's like you know like i remember like the minute scream came out on soundcloud i was like oh my god i gotta listen to it i'm like holy shit it's so different Mm. and and you know again it it like polarized people. They were like, "What is this crap?" Yeah. You know, um, why is she just screaming? But like, oh my god! Like, you know, who would have thought like a song where the chorus is purely screaming, yeah, but not, you know, it, it's not a metal song. It's not a hardcore song. No. It's still no. a pop song, and the, you know, and for Grant, she'd all like, especially with Visions and Halifax, she'd always been known as an artist with this sweet high voice, and mm. here she is like screaming her guts out mm. and like the you know the dotted delays and the panning like ah, you know yeah. around you if you listen to it in headphones yeah. it's also so effective mm. um and it's the kind of song you could i guess yeah i was just a, like really impressed with how early it is in the album like you could yeah. see it like oh yeah this is something that doesn't it's nothing else on the album sounds like this mm. so you could have just not buried it, but put it in the in the last third. You know, it's just a track that's here. Yeah. I like it, but it's not really important to the album. But it's got Whereas, such good energy. It's yeah, like, you, you can't ignore it. It's like, you, you you know, you listen to California, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. really nice, boppy, happy, and you're like, what the? Yeah. When the screen true, comes on, it's yeah. It's kind of like a bit of a flip-off too. Like, if you were expecting yeah. an album, all songs like California, no. Yeah. yeah. I am disavowing you of that notion right here. Song number three you know, maybe even two, depending on how you feel about that first opening track. Yeah. It's like, no, this is like, yeah, I'm taking you on a ride here. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, standout. And what is what is actually said in whatever language I, I that didn't is? Know, it's I didn't in Mandarin. Um, so it's it's actually quite um, 
gothy and morbid actually it does talks about corpses and um yeah she's put like a translation on it online so it's okay you know it's it's pretty dark um yeah. so aristophane uh wraps it in mandarin uh when grimes performs it live she wraps in russian right yeah so As grimes speaks russian yeah, yeah. Uh, well i i would yes. i would assume she probably knew a bit of russian and may, may, might have had some help with someone just yeah. to check through sure yeah um Yes. Oh, okay. So morbid. It's pretty morbid. Yeah. Most most of the songs do have like even even the lighter ones do have sort of some of those darker themes as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they the same with um, Belly of the Beat, where she goes. So that's that same thing of like, yeah, it sounds, it's, you know, it's a light, it's got a bit of a acoustic guitar mm. vibe to it. But yeah, if you pay attention to it, yeah, even if, even if she's singing from a different character, it's still sort of those are the themes that are coming through. So which other tracks stood up for you? Um, which tracks stood up for you? So yeah, so we've talked about California and Scream. Um, I loved Kill V Mame. I really liked Easily. Mm-hmm. Okay, Just yes. Constructed around Two, that, yeah, yeah. Really, constructed around that really, that straightforward piano line. I really like that. It was a bit of something a little bit different. Um, and then, yeah, definitely the first half is all is all really solid. But then, yeah, some of the second half stuff, I had a little bit of trouble sort of connecting to a bit more. Like Venus, actually Venus Fly with Janelle Monáe, that was really good. Oh, and that song mm-hmm. is so good live. Like when you hear it, you know, whenever she performs it live, that bass, like yeah. doom, 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 Yeah, doom. it was... It's a standout when she plays that live. Yeah. Um, I think reality is also, I mean... So she wrote reality like around the time of Visions, like after Visions was out. And if you look online, I'm pretty sure you can still find a demo version of reality. Mm-hmm. And then she lost the whole file for right. it. Oh, no. And um, so she, she's, she's remade reality and it mm. made it onto this album. So like, you know, if you, you listen to like the demo version, which is only an MP3 and not even mixed, but that was all she had left. Yeah. Because she like lost the entire file. Um, and then you listen to reality, you know, she's, she hasn't changed a lot of it structurally, but like, you know, she's polished it up. Mm. Um, sounds really good. So, um, cause the other thing I read yeah. as well, you might be able to confirm that she had a, even after vision, she wrote an entire album, didn't like it and then scratched it and threw it away and then sort of started on another one. I mean, that that's what I've heard. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's, so, that's so, a I word on a street. A <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is like so brave to just go, all right, I'm just throwing all of this away. Yeah. None of this is working for well, me. Well, she had, she had time to work on mm. Art Angels, which explains why it's so, so polished. Yeah. Whereas with Visions, like her manager at that time had already set like a finish date. Yeah. So like, it's going to come out. And she basically like, had to fit I mean you know legend has it that she you know locked herself in a basement and you know did drugs and like yeah. just pushed this yeah. album called visions out mm-hmm. um you know and like didn't eat or sleep yeah <laughs> while she was making it so mm. whereas art angel she was like no nah, I'm having total control over yeah. when this is going to come out and um, so she definitely had more time mm. to actually finish it because I found a quote about how long it took the amount of time it took so she said I think most musicians' albums that were actually written by the musicians, like The Fragile took five years, Downward Spiral took three years, Tragic Kingdom took three years. I think there's a culture where artists are just buying songs and not writing them, which yeah. is something that does come up quite a lot in her perspectives on pop music, is like that idea of a singer or a vocalist who then sort of buys a song or the record company buys a song for them to perform and that sort of stuff, which she's definitely obviously against. But I really love that, obviously just off the top of her head, her mind went to two albums by Nine Inch Nails and an album by Tragic Kingdom, yeah. which I thought was quite telling because, like the she's dark, a huge Trent Reznor fan. Yeah, you can uh-huh. see like the dark, yeah. the darker themes and the sort of the electronica and the industrial sort of stuff there as well. Yeah. But then the no doubt, like a bit poppier, but sort of female fronted, yeah. you know, women's voice that sort of thing. Like you could see, like yeah. I had never thought of it before, but it's like oh yeah, so Grimes is kind of a bit of a mis- a mixing mixing together of sort of Nine Inch Nails and then the poppier side of like the tragic of. Um, yeah, like and, sort of you know, she loves anime and J-pop and K-pop as mm, well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. She definitely doesn't discriminate, I guess. Like, she, I think her tastes are quite broad. Mm, yeah. What she listens to, as well as very experimental things. Like, mm. she, you know, she has this playlist on Spotify where she just puts up songs by other artists that she likes. And some of it's pretty weird, pretty out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. But yeah, like we talked before just quickly about Venus Fly that I really loved. It's got like that, yeah, the big pan drum throughout it, through so much of it. a dance like a rave up a rave song rather than a dance song like not just a sort of dancing in a field or you know like yeah. an actual rave up you sort of surrender yourself to the beat it's dark there's lights flashing you know you just give yeah. yourself over to it completely which is yeah quite different from the rest of the album which i liked yeah yeah it's it's a good one live the energy in that is mm. so good live as well yeah excellent so you've seen it just once live Yes, one show only. Yes. Wow, hey. I would love to see more shows. I hope she comes back to Australia. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she's toured that often either. Like I don't think it's yeah. No, yeah. I mean Australia is a very far away away from yeah. the rest of the world, so Sure. Yeah. Um, I cuz I actually saw her. I saw half of a set over in the US. Really? At, at a festival I was at in the US she yeah. played, so and I didn't really know anything about her except for that one song that I'd heard, so I sort of we weren't we were walking past, we weren't seeing anything else at the time, so we mm. sort of stuck around for a little while and it was we didn't get very close, so we couldn't get a real feel for what she was doing on stage. But 
this would this might have even been before this album came out. So, mm. but yeah, like it was really cool, and everybody was you know getting into it. And it's big, and it was sort of early evening, so dark but not completely dark. And the light, there was lots of lights happening off the stage, which was really cool. So yeah, yeah. excellent, mm. very good. Any other songs, Grant, that you sort of picked up on? No, actually, I had easily as well from from just looking um, at at the song list from our side, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, yeah, I thought, there we go. So, yeah. interesting album, interesting mm. person. Wow, certainly had a, um, she's been on a journey, it seems. I haven't listened, to, I didn't I didn't have the time, figure me out, to listen to any other albums um, to see check how she's evolved. check out her music evolved. videos as well, because she, um, she directs and edits the music videos, so mm-hmm. it, mm. it, you know, it ties in with the album. Sure. Um, the themes, you know, the angel wings, the mm. vampire fangs, like everything. So, and tell me, is, has she been played a lot of airtime like here in Australia? You've mentioned the internet, but you know, has it just gone on Rage at all? Which is yeah, is uh, I think Triple J. Okay. Uh, she was, I think, when the album came out, it was you know feature album of the week mm-hmm. back in 2015. Yes. Um, and yeah. Flesh Without Blood got in the hottest 100 of that year as well, so it was, okay. number, yeah. it was number 71. And right. um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, once again, whatever the single was off Visions as well, I'm pretty sure that was in that sort of Yeah, I think Genesis made it and Olivia probably made it as yeah. well. Because yeah. this is definitely yeah. the kind of stuff that Triple J have sort of, over probably the last 10 years or so, have moved towards a lot more, like the, yeah, more sort of danceable side of the electro rock sort of stuff. Sure, big time. I would have thought so. Mm. So, Lalka, did you have any other sort of thoughts or anything you want to talk about with the album? I think it's a great album. Uh, I think it's pretty flawless, so... Yep. Yeah. So yeah, did you want to do last sort of pitch on whether what makes it flawless for you? I think if you're a producer, you should definitely listen to it. There is a lot to learn from it. Mm. I definitely, I think I was playing it in one format or another a couple of times because this got delayed. So we've you know had a few weeks to look into mm. it, and then when I actually sat down and put the he- full on headphones on, like you could definitely pick up a lot of the stuff that you couldn't necessarily pick up as you went as it went through, sort of thing. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Grant, mm-hmm. final thoughts. Final and thoughts. Yeah, reach that point. Oh, so, or are we going to flawless, flawless or not flawless? Or yeah, flawless yeah. Or not flawless. Is that, yeah, yeah. Is that final it? thoughts and flawless or not flawless. Final thoughts and flawless or not flawless. Wow, as he folds his arms. Sorry, the body <laughs> language for those that are only listening. Um, great album. Great album. Not flawless. Right. I'd have to say off the bat. Yeah. Um, and a couple of reasons. I, I thought that whilst incredibly brave. And I've got to start with this. Laughing and not being normal, incredibly brave to start with. Mm-hmm. I thought it, it actually got a whole lot better post that. And maybe if I was in a different mood at the time of listening to it with fresh ears, never heard it before, I'd go, hey, this is intriguing and I'm super keen. I was like, wow, like what's this all about? I appreciate, I appreciate it was very dynamic and the massive range in the, in the song. But uh, I was just, wow, this doesn't really fit with me. And then I thought, wow, California... One tick, scream, two ticks, you know, flesh without blood, two ticks, and I'm going, yes, belly of the beat. We're going well, we're going well, we're going well. Sorry, Larka, Grant has a one tick and two tick system <laughs> for songs that he likes. And even a squiggle if you've got nothing. And even a squiggle, like yeah. If you, I, and then there's an X, but I don't, I don't go X too often. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm like, yes, this is, like, we're on, we're on, we're on like a scone for... for um, yeah, it's really interesting how you say that, because, like, I sort of see not... Um, 
What's the first track called? Not laughing. Laughing, laughing, and laughing being normal. <laughs> it's it's kind cool of title. like yeah, it's it's kind of like that bridge between the stuff she was doing, you know, in Halifax and Visions yes. and that. So like it, it makes sense to start with that because it's that bridge that you know how it sounds sure. weird and, and slightly odd and you're like, oh, where is this going? And then it goes into that really poppy California. I mm. think it it serves as that bridge. Like okay. My listeners, you know me as this. We start off this way, and I'm taking you here. Yeah, yeah. And as a journey woman, yeah. you, would, you would appreciate that you've got the context. So I don't, yeah, I, I don't have the context of where she's coming from, which yeah. is which makes a whole lot of sense to me. And I referenced earlier about how it would have been. Yeah, you know, I probably should have listened to the early albums based on, on yeah. where you're coming from. Um, so I thoroughly enjoyed everything. You know, coming going two down. Um, I didn't really Venus Fly for mine didn't really resonate, okay. and I thought, oh, I don't really much. I saw about this, really liked life in in livid dream. Is life it? in the vivid dream. Life in the vivid dream. Even my pen broke, guys. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, what? But I thought it was too short. It was mm, my only. It was a, I, yeah. I thought, wow, this is this is really cool, but but just a bit short. And I am getting finicky here for, for <laughs> our listeners. I really am. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, and, and I thoroughly enjoyed Butterfly. So came very close um, off the bat. And, and for me, I suppose, is not, you know, my, my sort of genre would be, you know, at a very base level is, is the grunge and, and pop sort of music mm. side. So electronica and this sort of style is not, not up my alley at all. Um, and, and, and genuinely enjoyed it from two, two down. I just thought Venus Fly just a fraction off personally and Life in the, in the Vivid Dream just a bit short. So unfortunately for me, Guys, I'm a no. Okay, and um, I'm unfortunately also going to have to say no. Like Grant, I really, really loved it. I thought it was amazing, and I'm really glad that you nominated because I definitely wouldn't have listened to it otherwise. Yeah. The front half was amazing. Loved it. Loved the whole thing. I even loved the first track. That was all good for me. Okay. And then into sort of easily and pin. Overall, I probably felt it was a bit long. Like I probably would like to just trim a couple of tracks because a couple of the back half ones I tend to I lost it a little bit. Sort of I just get lost in the melees a bit. Sure. Um, also, a couple of the songs, so World Princess Part 2, uh, I think Reality did it a bit, and then Art Angels did it a bit as well. The All the songs were all very future, like very modern, and then a couple of those, were. Sort of, it felt like they were a bit sort of 80s, sort of throwback, a bit more retro, and that for me, and this might just be my personal experience because I'm with Grant, I haven't got a huge experience with sort of dance and electronica stuff, but yeah, just a couple of them felt a little bit, yeah, a bit more retro for me, so that sort of threw me off a little bit. Okay. But I thought, yeah, I thought it was really great. I can definitely see why, as a producer, that you'd, you know, that it would really speak to you and, and be sort of really influential for you as well. So yep. definitely want to thank you for bringing it in. Excellent. Excellent. Thank cool. you. So we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, Flawless is recorded at the Edge Studios at the State Library of Queensland, which is a fantastic free space. So check them out if you can. If you'd like to help us get the word out about Flawless, you can give us a rating or feedback on most major podcast services, which helps other music lovers to find us. And you can also find Lalka, I believe. Lalka, you've got uh, Facebook and Twitter out there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. Bandcamp, not a Bandcamp. Uh, I sell merch on Bandcamp, but Spotify, oh. yeah. Spotify, cool, yep. So check Lalka out that way. She's got some fantastic stuff out there as well. We also have a Facebook page where you can be part of the conversation. It's facebook.com slash flawlessamp. And you can give us a rating or a like or a share there as well. Every little bit helps. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram, and they're both flawlessamp as well. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.